This is Ella Star with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, March 2nd, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com. A-M-W-A-G-E-R. Amwager.com is a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com is registered in North America and has some great paying tools and perks. It is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many of the rest of the world, check it out at amwager.com. While you're there, if you want, you can get the written version of this podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog, free by clicking on How to Bet and Stars blog. This is a big day of racing on March 2nd. We're moving into the meat of the Kentucky Derby prep season with the Fountain of Youth Stakes, and so we're going to concentrate on Gulfstream Park on Saturday, March 2nd, starting with the Gulfstream Park Mile Stakes, race 11, with a post of 4.20 Eastern Time. The top contenders are Ticking, Shaq Diesel, and Tumba Rumba. And the other contenders are Chaos, Castle Chaos and Steel Sunshine. Ticking might be disregarded by many bettors and go to post at decent odds, which is fine for us who believe he can win. The recently turned four-year-old won by large margins at seven furlongs on the dirt at Gulfstream last February and March. Not too different than this one-turn mile on dirt. And then he ran poorly on turf, all weather, and around two turns. Those are all irrelevant races. Given nearly two six months off, Ticking returned in December and finished fourth, but then ran the best race of his career on January 20th of this year, once again around one turn on dirt at Gulfstream. In that race, Ticking stalked the pace setters in third, went four paths wide into the stretch, and drew off. He was 42-1 to 1 that day, but ran as well, or better, than the horses coming out of the much higher-rated Fred W. Hooper Stakes January 27th. As Ticking earned a career-best and field-high last race Echo Bay speed figure of 103. <clears throat> He's making his third start off a layoff, and is a four-year-old, which suggests he will not regress. And Edgar Zayas, who has been aboard for all three of Ticking's career wins, rides him back. More reasons to like Ticking when considering our win bets in this race. Shaq Diesel also won in January over the track one day earlier than Ticking and with the second best last race figure of 102 in the field. He's now won 5 of 13 races, 3 at Gulfstream. And just like Ticking, Shaq Diesel is on a pattern for a new best effort given his speed figure was 95 then 102. Joe Bravo was up for both recent wins, the other in a 100,000 stakes race for Florida Breds at 7 furlongs on the dirt. One-turn race like this. And with that in mind, Shaq Diesel must be respected as a contender. Tumbarumba won the Hooper Stakes on January 27th, odds of 8-1, to one, rallying nicely from second with an eighth of a mile to go, and out finishing Castle Chaos, who ended up second, and Seal Sunshine, who finished third. Luis Saez was up for the third time on Tumbarumba and has been aboard all three wins Tumbarumba's had. All three times together, they've won, including back-to-back wins in April and June. So considering Tumbarumba won his last race, he could win two in a row like he's done before. In the Gulfstream Park Mile, race 11 at Gulfstream, post 420 Eastern Saturday, March 2nd, for win bets. This is a case where we should absolutely consider two of the three of the contenders, Ticking, Shaq Diesel, Tumbarumba, at odds of three to one or more, and bet the two at the highest odds. I'd probably wait about 10 minutes to post, a little bit less, and try, try and take advantage of any mistakes the public might make and betting two of them. And with the likely opportunity to bet two horses to win, we should consider dutching the bet, which means to prorate our wagers for the best value. It's a very useful tool. 
And there's a free dutching tool at Amwager.com in which you just set the amount you want to win in total. Let's just say 20 bucks, 50 bucks, And the bet is prorated per the math to get you the best maximum edge. For the exactas, I want to play two here. One is going to be a box of ticking Shaq Diesel and Tumbarumba. The second is going to be ticking Shaq Diesel and Tumbarumba over ticking Shaq Diesel, Tumbarumba, Castle Chaos, and Steel Sunshine. And then we're going to play a trifecta for 50 cents. It's just fine. If ticking Shaq Diesel and Tumbarumba over all over ticking Shaq Diesel and Tumbarumba. When you play both the exacta box and the trifecta, you're setting yourself up to win if any two of the three main contenders finish first and second or first and third. Moving down to race 12 at Gulfstream, the Canadian Turf Stakes, post 4.53 Eastern, Saturday, March 2nd. The win contenders are Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, and Smoke and Tea. The other contenders are Saratoga Flash, Siege of Boston, and Atone. Ice Chocolate rallied impressively five wide on the turn, going from 6th to 5th to 1st in the last 8th. He did so from the 10 post, same as today. So with his style, the outside is not a disadvantage one bit. That race came off a layoff, and prior to that, Ice Chocolate missed by a nose and a neck in two stakes races, so he fits on all counts at the level, particularly as he ran the last quarter mile on that last race in a rock-solid 22.5 seconds. Emmanuel won the 2023 edition of this Canadian turf. He was making his second start off a layoff from the previous August to February, and he won the Tampa Bay Stakes off the layoff. This year, he's making his first start since August with no race in between, but since he won the Tampa Bay Stakes off a layoff last year, he can win a graded stakes off a layoff. That's not a concern. He also won the poker stakes at a mile on grass last June, a grade three stakes just like this one. Emmanuel's only other start of 2023 came when overmatched in the grade one four-star day, so he's definitely a contender back in this grade three level, but likely a poor win bet as compared to Ice Chocolate because he's trained by Todd Fletcher and he was a six to five favorite last year. Smoking Tea was last seen winning the nearly identical Grade 3 River City Stakes at Churchill in November. John Velasquez was in the saddle then and now, and for a win last August off a two-and-a-half-month layoff that's similar to today. And since he's fired fresh to win last May as well under Johnny V, Smoking Tea rounds out a trio of contenders in the race. Others, as I mentioned, to consider Saratoga Flash, who held on for second a couple of times, as he might today after battling with Giant Game for the lead, so he could be considered. CJ Boston finished first or second in seven of 13 races on turf and could get up for a share, while Atone drops in class off an 11th to 4th rally in the tougher Grade 1 Pegasus World Cup Invitational and might get up to complete the exacta. In the Canadian Turf Fest for win bets, it's going to be similar to the Gulfstream Park Mile, in which we should consider three contenders, Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, and Smoke and Tea at 3-1 to one or more, and absolutely bet one or two at the highest odds of that group, and use the dutching tool like the one in Amwager to help prorate our wagers for the best mathematical edge. For the exactas, I want to box Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, and Smoke and Tea, and then I want to play another exacta of Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, and Smoke and Tea over Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, Smoke and Tea, and add Saratoga Flash, Siege of Boston, and Atone for second. So that's Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, Smoke and Tea in the first position. Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, Smoke and Tea, Saratoga Flash, Teacher Boston, and Atone in the second position. We can also play a trifecta, just 50 cents again, just to have a shot at this, which is Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, and Smoke and Tea in first. Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, Smoke and Tea, Saratoga Flash, Teacher Boston, and Atone in second. And Ice Chocolate, Emmanuel, and Smoke and Tea in third. 
So that way, if they come in first and third, any two of the three, and get any of the other horses in second, we can win both the exacta and the trifecta. Race 13 to Gulfstream on March 2nd is the Honey Fox Stakes with a post of 523 Eastern. The top win contender is just one, Candy Light. And other contenders for exotics are going to be Be My Sunshine, Walkathon, and Ancient Peace. Candy Light was returning from three months off January 27, also having moved to the barn of Sappy Joseph Jr. since her last start in October. She won three of eight in 2022, including the Tropical Park Oaks at Gulfstream, but was winless last year in five races with two runner-ups. She returned as a new horse in the Joseph Bourne off that layoff, going three wide in the stretch, tipping out to the seven path, moving up from fourth with an eighth of a mile to go to draw off late. That was a visually impressive move and it was on all weather, but that was likely because there wasn't a grass fish for her. No matter what, it was a perfect prep for this race as it was a $100,000 stakes race, not that different from this $150,000 purse stakes race. Tyler Gaffleyon was aboard Candy Light for the very first time and sticks, and that's a good sign, not to mention the effort in January earned Candy Light a 105 career best Equibase speed figure, which is also the best last race figure in the field, and Candy Light's likely to improve upon that in her second start off a layoff. Additionally, her late kick will benefit from the fact it looks like expansive for the flag and time passage are all need the lead types to set or press a fast pace that'll set her up. Be My Sunshine, Walkathon, and Ancient Peace all have decent form this year and be part of the exact and trifecta. In the Honey Fox, race 13 at Gulfstream, post 523 Eastern on March 2nd. Candy Light's a win bet at 5 and 2 or more. Absolutely a low odds overlay win bet. I am sure of it. For the exact, I want to play Candy Light over Be My Sunshine, Walkathon, and Ancient Peace. And then I want to play a trifecta. Again, just 50 cents is fine here. Candy Light over all. Over Be My Sunshine, Walkathon, and Ancient Peace. This way, if Candy Light wins and any two of the three, Be My Sunshine, Walkathon, and Ancient Peace, finish second and third, we win both the exacta and the trifecta. Moving on to the big feature of the day, the Fountain of Youth race 14 at Gulfstream on Saturday, March 2nd, post 610 Eastern. The top win contenders are Locked and Doorknock and Frankie's Empire. It's a very interesting race because... Two of these will be favorites, and one could be a big price. In the 2023 running of the Fountain of Youth, Forte won off a four-month layoff, having won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile the previous fall. The only horse in this year's Fountain of Youth to have run of the Juvenile was locked, and although he didn't win the Juvenile, he finished third, he may be the one to beat in this field, particularly as Forte was trained by Pletcher, who also trains locked. Locked also ran faster in two of his three route races as a two-year-old than any other horse in the field, with a 109 echo base speed figure in his seventh length win in September at a mile in the second start of his career, and then a 98 figure in the Breeders' Futurity, he ended his two-year-old campaign with a 100 figure when, winning, when finishing third, a half leg behind Muth and a length and a quarter in front of Timberlake. That's important to note because both Muth and Timberlake have come back big in their three-year-old debuts. Muth won the San Vicente at San Anita so far this year, and Timberlake just won the Rebel Stakes at Oakland last weekend. Considering Timberlake was coming back from the same amount of time as Locked, give or take a week, to win a road to the Derby race like the Fountain of Youth, and considering Locked should run even faster as a mature three-year-old than he did as a two-year-old, he really is the one to beat. Tornock is another we can expect to run even faster as a three-year-old than we did last fall when the Remsen Stakes the first week of December. Here in a 99 figure in that race, which is almost on par with Locke's, two of Locke's three figures. Here in the same figure one race prior to that as well. Other horses returning from the Remsen have run well, just like the horses coming back from the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. 
Remsen runner-up Sierra Leone won won the Risen Star Stakes two weeks ago, and Remsen third-place finisher Drumroll Please won the Jerome Stakes earlier this year. In addition, the seventh and ninth-place finisher from the Remsen both finished second in the Holy Bull and Swale Stakes recently. Dornock is also a full brother to Mage, who finished fourth in this race last year, then was second in the Florida Derby and won the Kentucky Derby. As such, there's little doubt Dornock has all the right physical and mental qualities to run well enough to win, but as I mentioned, I think he's just a little less probable because if both he and Locke improve off their two-year-old form, Locke should be a little bit faster. Now we'll talk about Frankie's Empire, the horse that really can make us a profit here since the other two are going to be low odds. Frankie's Empire is a presential upsider, upsetter of note, having run this year when the other two have not. He enters the Fountain Youth off a career-best effort in the Swale four weeks ago at Gulfstream at seven furlongs. He returned from a two-month layoff in late December, earning a then-career-best 89-figure with a win, then improved again. He went from fourth on the far turn and led in the stretch before drawing off late and earned a 94-figure. Considering he went from 89-94, that's five points. If he goes to a 99, that would put him in range of Locked and Dornock if they don't improve as expected, particularly. He might improve even further because he's bred to excel in a two-turn race like this one. Frankie's Empire Sire is classic empire, winner of the 2016 Breeders' Fraternity, the same race Locked won last year, and also the 2017 Arkansas Derby. And there's a lot of stamina on the dam side because Dixie Usen is the dam's sire. As such, I would not count Frankie's Empire as a contender this race, at least at running his odds. So in the Fountain of Youth, race 14 at Gulfstream, post 6-10 on Saturday, March 2nd. Although Locked and Dornock strong probability to win, neither is going to offer value for a win bet. So I'll bet Frankie's Empire to win at 5-1 to one or more. And if Frankie's Empire is 10-1 to one or more, instead of a place bet, I always play a bet of a dollar exacta with a whole field over Frankie's Empire. In case Locked and Dornock do not beat Frankie's Empire, we're going to get a lot of money back even if they do, for a place bet, instead of a place bet. I'll also play an exact box of Frankie's Empire and Locked and Frankie's Empire and Doorknock, because those are the high-probability plays, trying to split the favorites, and then play an additional exacta of Locked and Doorknock over Frankie's Empire. Then, we should take a shot with a trifecta, again, just 50 cents here, but I'm going to play a trifecta of Locked and Doorknock over all, over Frankie's Empire. That way... If Locked and Dornock don't finish 1-2, if one of them wins and Frankie's Empire finishes 2nd or 3rd, we win the exacta or the trifecta, and it could pay very handsomely in this case. Don't forget, if you want to get the written version of all this action, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, go to amwager.com, click on How to Bet Dollar Stars blog. It's totally free, but while you're there, look around. If you're not a member, become one. You'll be very happy you did. Great perks and great betting around the country available at amwager.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.